Well, he introduced the, yeah. the house system was not just for sport. It was uh, you, you had your housemaster, and yeah, and he was very mm. much uh, looking after you. You're listening to the Cranbrook Living History Podcast Series. I am your host, Dr. David Thomas. In this episode, I talk with Old Cranbrookian Peter Hone from the class of 1952. As the present housemaster of Hone House, I'm acutely aware of the Hone family's impact on Cranbrook. Peter shares with us memories of his own time as a Cranbrookian, as well as those of his father, Brian Hone, the third headmaster, and the lasting impression he believes his father made on subsequent headmasters and the school. Peter, uh, welcome to Cranbrook. Yes. Nice to see you again. Nice to be here again. After all these years. This is a, a very important moment, a seminal moment for me to, you know, to, to meet you and, and to chat with you about both you as a boy at Cranbrook and your dad, yeah. uh, as you know, that as, as I am head of Hone House. Now, your dad uh, came here as a, as an English sort of major, didn't he? He, he had a lot of, uh, interest in literature and things like that. Uh, yes, English, uh, but he taught me mathematics here. Oh, did he really? Uh, and he didn't teach much English. Hmm. He had a lot of, a lot of, he liked Mr. Bell. He thought he was the, the man for English. Hmm. So he encouraged Cabby, uh, and he, he ran the English. Uh, I don't think Dad taught much English at all. Because it's interesting because I've, I've been going through the, the council minutes and a Mr. Shrub, who was head of English yeah. when I first came here, he made reference to the continuation of good English teaching that went back to your dad, you know. Yeah. And so when I saw this question here, I thought, well, that's interesting. Let's, let's, uh, but obviously he taught maths, and so maths was his, a, a better uh, he interest taught of maths. his. He might have taught some English, but mm. by the time, uh, I got, was into me yet, he was teaching, uh, teaching some maths. He, he really just wanted to keep in touch with the, uh, the, the boys, I think, because yes. you know, his yes. big thing was to, to know the boys. Which he used to do for coaching the under fifteen A's, mm-hmm. uh, and he always taught, didn't he? Like he taught each year to someone. Do you think? Yeah, to some extent. Yeah, to some extent. Yeah. But, but he was there in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, and I think even less when he got to Melbourne Grammar. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's all. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he came after Mackay, yeah. uh, which was a controversial point in our history. Do yeah. you know anything about that? Not really, except that I, as I was telling you. Uh, I've just turned up a letter, a couple of letters that he wrote to my mother. We came out in 1940, May, home of Dunkirk, uh, and we came not around, the, around Africa and th- around to Adelaide. Now, Dad came from Adelaide, so he left Mum there while he came on to um, get the house ready and sort of sort things out. Uh, and that, um, uh, yeah, so he didn't, Talk to me about Mackay, but in these letters that he wrote to my mother, here saying, I need you here, really, I, you know, mm. I'm living in the boarding house and I want to, uh, he does make some comments about Mackay, no, which, uh, which are not obviously flattering. <laughs> no, the very opposite, yeah. Yes, so can I prize you a little further? I just said that he had really had no idea about being the headmaster. The headmaster, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, or even the schoolmaster. I think uh, Mackay was a brilliant general. I mm. mean, and you, you can't really run a school, although Kings perhaps tried to do it a bit, uh, <laughs> as a military establishment. <laughs> mm. 
because he because there 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 was as you know disagreement between him and the council because he wanted to leave and they didn't want him to leave at that time they wanted yeah. a little more time from oh, him before yeah. he went yeah. but he was so keen to go to the war yeah that yeah. he um, I think he put himself offside with them yes. yeah yeah well he did very well at the war in the war so mm. as you can say it was mm. the right the right thing for him to do yeah. well it's interesting because the uh, that that legacy of his the, that legacy of him yeah. has carried on because it it's not until very, very recently that something in the school has been named after him. You know, yeah, there was, yeah. There's always been some sort of blockage you know, yeah, that people yeah. weren't quite happy about giving him yeah. that sort of credit. Yes, yeah. And so it must have been deep, that, that, that sort of feeling. Yeah, yeah. Because Justice Street and, and all these other people were around and, and they must have held that you know, and passed it on. I, and then, you know, Hewan and uh, Bishop were such... Hone men, yeah, if I may put yeah, it like that. Yeah. That, yeah. uh, mm. did, did, did he discuss being a headmaster with you? Uh, yes, and, and no, I suppose. In those days, you had dinner. Yeah, mm. nowadays people watch the television. And we used to have a, a family dinner most nights. Uh, and at that family dinner, my father would be quite indiscreet. <laughs> <laughs> about uh, two talking about you know this master's no good and this master's doing well and that. but I don't ever remember him talking about Mackay. The first I've seen about Mackay was these two letters that sure. heard James's name. Sure, yeah. But but he would obviously talk about the football team or the or masters or the school grounds or whatever, wouldn't yep. he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he so so he included his family in those little discussions. He did, uh, and, and everyone yeah. was discreet. Yeah, we we well, I was only ten or twelve, mm. fourteen, mm. sort of thing. Um, mm. The other place he used to talk to me, uh, he used to have a bath after he used to play squash or tennis often, briefly in the afternoon, and uh, he would then come and have a bath. I would stand in the doorway of the bath, <laughs> and he would he would d discuss the world with me. <laughs> Wasn't that nice? Yeah. Well, that's good. And so, so he had a good routine. Your father. Yeah. Was he an early riser? Uh, not particularly, but he's a late worker. Mm. Uh, mm. He used to go, you know, he'd have dinner and then go down to the, the office and work for a couple of hours. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And that was just accepted practice? Oh, I don't know if it's accepted practice. No. But my mother... No, no, but I mean, within the family. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. But yes. My mother always resented it a bit and was hoping that after he retired, they would have some time together. <laughs> and then well, he died, unfortunately. He died, unfortunately, yes. Um, tell me... Um, was, was he a sportsman, other than playing squash? I mean, you know, was oh he, yeah, he, yes. he was a, he was a, a he was a very gifted ball game player, ball game mm. player. Mm. He uh, he and the, the Nawab of Patordi had the best score for Oxford. Uh, they scored five hundred between them or something or other. Oh really? Um, he and your dad? Yeah. The the uh, Nawab. The Nawab, yeah. Oh my goodness! He, and he actually, dad was captain of the Oxford cricket side uh, mm. at one stage and they, they, when he went the Nawab took over as the captain. Mm. Uh, I actually went to visit the the, mm. the the son. Did you? In India about 10 years ago, yeah. Uh, that was quite interesting, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then Pataldi, where is Pataldi? Uh, he's in uh, north, north, northern India somewhere. Northern uh, India. The Nawab, it's... Uh, I'm not in, sure exactly. In UP state, Uttar Pradesh, or uh, it's near 
near the northwest, the northwest oh, corner. The, oh, the northwest corner. Yeah. No, over there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Northwest yeah. frontier, maybe yeah. somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, now he um, and after he left here, he uh, just before he got from sports, did he play golf? No, he didn't. He said no. um, he, his comment about golf was, "You putt for dough and drive for show." He's a good tennis player, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of tennis in the family. His brother was uh, in the Davis Cup squad, but didn't go to America because he hadn't finished his medical studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, his other two brothers were both very good tennis players. So there was no real golf. And his father was in the South Australian, uh, tennis god that visited here in 1900 or something or other. Hmm. Um, so he was, and he had a blue for tennis, that's right, from Oxford. Right? Mm-hmm. So he was a good tennis player and a very good cricketer. Mm. Um, and he didn't bother with any other, didn't have time, I suppose. Probably, <laughs> no, probably didn't have time. So my, the, the reason I asked that question is that, uh, the headmasters of this, of this school seem to be members very quickly of Royal Sydney Golf Club. Yeah. For the time that they're the headmaster. Yeah. Did your father spend much time at Royal Sydney? Oh, yes. Yes. And he, he made uh, a lot of good friends there. Mm. But he used it as a tennis club, not as mm. a golf club. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And so then he moves to uh, Melbourne, uh, yeah. and he spent 20 years there. Um, yeah. Do you remember, you were here when he left, obviously, and yeah. he finished schooling here. Yeah. And then you, you joined him or the family in Melbourne after that? Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, I went mm. to Melbourne University, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And and what does he say about his time at Melbourne Grammar School? Did he... Oh, yes, he... he uh, I think he felt that was the right move. I mean, you know the story. His, uh, one of his friends from Oxford had been with him, was on the Council of Melbourne Grammar. Mm. Yes, You've heard, yes, that story, yes, right? heard that story. Yes, I've heard that story. Yeah. Anyway... Um, yeah, so but so at Melbourne Grammar, he did the same sort of thing. But, but he had then had ten years of putting things together, Turner's ideas into, or his uh, changing of Turner's ideas to fit a day day boarding school rather than just a pure boarding school. Right. And the whole idea of pastoral care at Centre was was what he developed mm. by combining those those two things. Mm. Yeah. Because he, because he began the house system here, as you right. know, and, uh, and... Well, they had house systems. Well, they had a house, but then he introduced, introduced Davidson, right? Yeah. Well, he introduced the idea of a house system being more just than a sports right. kind of thing. Yeah. No, that's true. And then, yeah. do you remember him discussing that with you? Uh, or that just became part of the one-day uh, discussions? I think he was... I think it... Yeah, I was... We just accepted we it. We just accepted it. That, that yeah. the house system was not just for sport. It was... Uh, you, you had your housemaster and, yeah, and he was very mm. much, uh, looking after you, yeah. And, and in your, in your Valete entry here, these, you, you said that a couple of these are, are incorrect. So, could you yeah. tell us which ones are incorrect or? Well, I was, I was captain of the second 15, second yeah. 11, mm. <laughs> not the first 11. I wasn't that good a cricketer, but I was quite a good rugby player and, uh, I was sort of joint captain of the first 15. And played in the combined schools and played for Victoria and Captain mm. Victoria, etc. <clears throat> yeah. So it and says. I played for Cambridge too when I was there. Yeah. Oh, did you? Mm. And you didn't go to Oxford? No, uh, I was an engineer and Cambridge had a better reputation for engineering. <laughs> and I also had um, uh, Wiley, uh, who was a key man in, in the ultra business. 
um, what was his what's his other name? Sean Wiley uh, was <coughs> at Clare at that stage as a maths teacher, and he uh, the Wiley family. The old man was head of Rhodes House when Dad went there, so we got to know the Wiley family very well, and uh, Sean Wiley. And so Sean Wiley, um, yeah, he he was sort of promoted me, to, made sure I got into Clare College where he was a. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't. I met him a couple of times, but he was a brilliant mathematician and one of the four or five people of, at Bletchley Park who who uh, were responsible for crack, cra yeah. uh, cracking at the Enigma Code. Yeah. Mm. On your CV there from from Cranbrook, you won the Holmes Accord Prize. Yeah. Which to me, yeah. and I'm fighting a losing battle here at the moment. That. The Holmes Accord Prize was the most prestigious prize in the school. Yes, for sort of all round, yeah, yeah all round mm. thing. Yeah, mm. I suppose it was. Yeah, mm. because yeah. it was all except I had for duck, the ducks of the school. Yeah, uh, ducks of the yeah. school. Yes, but, well, there's ducks of the school and the head prefect. Yeah, and, but as the all round, as the most important prize, that's what what was when I first came here in seventy two. That was what the Holmes Accord Prize was awarded for. Yeah, and yes, of course you have the ducks, and of course yeah, you had. Yeah. Uh, you you had the head prefects prize, yeah, yeah. and and uh, but that's such an accolade, you know, and uh, yeah. you know it's very important. So well done. That's yeah. A, yeah. Well, I guess I just had a bit of a balance between mm. academic and uh, well, you sporting. did. Did you want a, uh, a Commonwealth scholarship? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that's 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 a very a very fine record. Yeah. Mm. Now you were came here in forty three. Yes, from Fairfield. From Fairfield. And I've said to James he should look up that. Uh, Fairfield had just published a book. Oh, have there was some pretty. Uh, a lot of Cranbrookians uh, came from. did a year or so at Fairfield and then came down here. Because mm -hmm. Dad had set up a sort of relationship with Mrs. Bronowski because mm -hmm. he, he saw Fairfield as a advanced right. uh, kindergarten, if you like, as, as Mrs. Bronowski having the right ideas. And, and where was it situated? Just up the yeah, up, just up the hill. Just up the hill, about a kilometre, I suppose, a kilometre mm. and a half. And it was just one. Was it one big house? Yes, I think yes. it was. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a photo of, it, but I don't know exactly. And there were some it quite was. interesting people. When, as I think I was telling you, Helen Grieve was there mm. as a big girl when I was there. <laughs> uh, and they had, uh, and that was a number of other people who were contemporaries of mine who were there and I saw other people even before and after that who oh, been yeah. to Fairfield for a mm. year or two and then come down mm. down here yeah. and that continued to exist while you were in Sydney did it? oh yeah. Yes. yeah yeah my sister went there I think and mm. interesting to know yes I'd, that book should be interesting um, when you came were let's say 10 years you were a junior you were obviously in no, you were in Harvey House you were in Harvey House, House yes. yeah and then when you went to the senior school, yeah. what house were you in then? Uh, I was a Spartan. You were a Spartan? Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, but what, what happened was, uh, for the first couple of years, I was just living across the road. And then, I think it's a question that's coming up, or mm. maybe uh, this being the headmaster's son business, mm. uh, my, I decided the way to cope with that was to become a boarder. Right. And a proper boarder, and I never went home unless I had an exit, even though it was only 50, 50, 50 metres, metres down, down, down the thing. Uh, well, that's interesting. And that, I don't ever remember it being a problem after mm. that. My mm. dad left after 
when I was in an intermediate to go to Melbourne Grammar, but no, I didn't uh, didn't find it didn't find it a problem at all. Problem at all. No. no. And no. he didn't. Uh, yeah, he was able to cope with that situation. Mm. He he'd say, "Peter, I only." <laughs> <laughs> he saw me <laughs> around the place. Oh, to say, yeah. That's rather quaint. Well, that's good. It's good that he kept his distance and yeah. uh, that he allowed you to do that. Yeah. Even though yeah. you live, you know, fifty yeah. minutes away. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. that's 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 excellent. So, so there was no sort of problem between you and Dad about that, no, and between no, you and Mum. No, no. I did run home once. At once, when I was objected to being put in what I regarded as a, a wussy play with wussy people, <laughs> so I went home and complained. I didn't want to. Be, I didn't want to be involved with it. I thought, you know, my image is the sort of. Uh, sports sort of as a sports job, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So you, you you didn't want to be in a wussy play, <laughs> that's right. Which which I did do it in the end quite happily. It was only three people in it, and we did it in the the dining hall. Mm. Uh, it was about the princes in the tower or something like that. I can't mm. um, yeah. Now these are Spartans and Trojans. Yeah, I have this here written by Alan Mel Metherill. Yeah, you remember him? You yeah. must remember him. Yeah. Um, he said that the worst thing that could happen to you was to be a waiter in the dining room. Oh, we just took it in turns. Well, it, it would appear here that, you know, people, uh, the boys used to try and get out of it because, you know, that there was a, people yelled at you and said, why haven't you been able to get us extra food and things like that. I don't remember. You don't that remember that? No, we, we just took, rotated. You did your waiting for a week. Mm. Uh, and um, that was uh, okay. Mm. Mind you, during uh, in the junior school in the war years, uh, often we just had um, squares of bread cut up and, and gravy. That was dinner. That was dinner. <laughs> yes. Mm. So, I mean, here he 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 paints it as if, uh, firstly, that everyone rotated around the table. Yeah. Is that right? I think that's right, yeah. Mm. And there was a, except was at the head of the order. table, there was yeah. a prefect. Prefect. Mm. And you just rotated around and one person dropped off as the waiter each, each, each week. Each week. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. and then, and then he said you had to wear as a waiter some sort of like a, a waiter's cloak, a, a white apron. Yeah. Apron. Yeah, that's right, yeah. an apron. Right. I, I mean, that makes sense. Doesn't it it makes sense. <laughs> was it one way around your waist or a full apron? I think it was the full one, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, it's interesting. I never had any problem with that at all. No. And he found that. It, he yes, and he he thinks it's the worst thing in the, in the world. No. No, no I, I that never was aware of any no. problem with that. And after the war, were you uh, fed reasonably well in the boarding house? Yeah. The the I think it was a few years before it got uh, returned to normal. I it? became a boarder in uh, about forty six, forty four, forty. 43? Oh, sorry, 42 I joined, about 43, 44. About 40, just at the end of the war, 45, mm, I became mm. a boarder. And, uh, yeah, we had ration books and it was, as I said, we just had bread and gravy sometimes. But uh, So, so the boys had a ration book as well? Yeah, initially you you had to produce your ration book. Yeah, otherwise how would to, the school to, to whom to to the prefect? Right. The, well, I think you bought it in when you ca you came in. Oh, I see. So so you you bought the ration book, yeah. brought it to school, 
housemaster took it. Yeah, and looked and after it. And then looked yeah. after it. Yeah. I don't, I mean, presumably my mother, because you, it was, the rations, conti rationing continued mm. for a while. I don't know mm. for how long. Uh, we had butter rations and things, but that, that's, we still had butter rations, don't we? Very little. <laughs> <laughs> and while you were at school, you were in the cadets? I was, yeah. Like you're, I think you rose to the rank of sergeant. Sergeant, yes, yes. Mm. Um, yeah, no, that was uh, that was no problem. I enjoyed I enjoyed shooting, uh, and then I went on to do my national service uh, shortly after I left school at university, and that uh, that was good too. I enjoyed that. I went, was in the engineers, and uh, I was a marksman at one stage. That was that was good. How many how many boys were in the cadets, or did everyone have to be in the cadets? Or? No, no, you could be uh, in the cadets. You could be in the scouts. I was in the scouts initially, and then I joined the cadets because um, I sort of liked rifles and things. <laughs> and, uh, um, I think you could do other things too. You could uh, was there was there a sea de sea detachment like a naval detachment? Yes, there was. There was yeah. a sea scouts. Sea yeah, scouts. we had uh, we went for. And Ken Jolly was taken on. I don't know if you know anything about him, but mm -hmm. he'd been in the army and he'd been on the boat with us. Uh, he wasn't a great success, actually, as a master, but he looked after Rona. He was the master in charge of Rona. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we had the Sea Scouts and we went on some good camps. Uh, I wasn't in the Sea Scouts, but I was all impressed with the Sea Scouts because they used to pitch their tent just next to the cliff tie a rock on the end of the, the guy ropes on that side and throw it over the cliff. <laughs> Hold that side of the tent out. <laughs> it obviously worked. We didn't lose anyone, did we? We didn't lose anyone. No. So, so when, when you say not everyone had to be in the cadets, right? So therefore it was voluntary or you did it in year nine or ten or whatever, uh, remove no, or whatever I think called? you just, uh, I, I, think, I, I think it was probably voluntary. I mean, oh, but okay. everybody, most people like to do it mm. anyway. Mm. Um, because, yeah, mm. I don't think there was a problem. No. And who was the officer in charge? It must have been. <sighs> yeah, there was Goaty Scott, who who rang the bell and who'd mm. been in the army. and uh, But he wasn't in charge. There was, I think uh, Waters might have been the, the officer in charge. Um, the, the, the incident that I told the result of at the end of the war I don't know if you, uh, I told you this one. The, uh, we all lined up on the par outside the dining hall there, and it was going to be um, a big ceremony and, you know, trumpets blowing, and the flag was going to go up uh, the, the flagpole that's on the corner of the parapet yeah. there. Anyway, the halyard broke. Uh, and uh, Gaty Scott, who was the, the fellow who was in charge of these things, he said, volunteer to go up the flagpole. And the, Boy came out and skinned up the flagpole, rethreaded the halyard. And, well uh, done, well done. But it wouldn't happen nowadays. I mean, who would? You'd be up for all sorts of exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I suppose. I suppose you could do it at night when no one was watching. watching but, yes. yes, but yes. What what do you call it? Uh, personal risk, no yeah. duty of care. Duty of care. Duty of yeah. care. Because mm. that flagpole was right, you know, there's a drop. Yes, I know, there's a drop. <laughs> there's a good drop. <laughs> well, you needed a small boy, yeah. like a monkey. The yeah, I think, it was, I think it was the fellow called Boltby that did it. Uh, somebody did it anyway. Mm. So, uh, what, what are your best memories about being a games player, like rugby and cricket? 
I mean, oh. any particular game or people that you played with? Oh, well, rugby was mine. Yes, sport. your sport. Um, and uh, most of the people that I played with are now dead, unfortunately. Um, yeah, the first year was Richardson was the captain, and I, that was I was only sort of fifteen or sixteen then. But the best year that that year, the most, the memory I have most is that was my first year in the firsts, and we played Waverley at Queens Park. Waverley were recognised as the the side, and we beat them. You always <laughs> remember these ones. And we went back to the junior school showers, and we were in the showers singing, we beat Waverley at Queen's Park. <laughs> that's my main memory, I suppose. Well, that sticks in your memory. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that wasn't even my final year. Uh, next year was, uh, we had a good team the next year, but we didn't uh, didn't beat Waverley, I think, in the... Uh, yeah, oh, better it comes, team next year. But it comes and goes, yeah. and Waverley have a very good team this year. Do they? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yes. Yeah. Superb. I think they beat us by about 50 points oh last term. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was a bit of a, a, a smashing, really. Um, when you left school, what did you do? When, you know, after university, what? So oh, you became an engineer. Yeah, I became an engineer. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, so I went to England. Um, and, and, yes, so I missed out on playing. You're probably getting a game. I wouldn't have got a test, but I might have got a game of the Wallabies. Um, I went to Cambridge and uh, was there for three years. Um, played quite a lot of rugby and uh, joined a company called Ove Arup, which were, they did the opera design, engineering for the Opera House. Mm -hmm. um, and I was in Ove Arup and the general, some chap arrived and said, and I was going to go back to Australia, you know, after about then, and the only company to join when you go back to Australia is John Holland. So I wrote a letter to John Holland saying, I'm coming back to Australia, I'd like to join your company. Well done. <laughs> and they took you on? No, he wrote oh. a letter back and said, um, yes, well, thank you for your letter, but when you come back to Australia, do come and see me. He, he did take me on, in fact. Oh, did he? Yeah, and I went and worked on the King Street Bridge. Mm. Uh, we, we had to fix it up after it fell down. Mm. Yeah, so and you, you had a good a good career as an engineer? I mean, yeah, you yeah I worked that? with John and Holland. And you stayed, worked with other people? Or you uh, your own I was with John Holland for 25 years. I mm. uh, went up and started the Indonesian company um, and then became overseas manager. Uh, and then John Holland had taken over or a fellow called Brian Johnson, who saw himself as the Alan Bond of the engineering world, uh, um, took over John Holland, basically, mm. and he had his own people that he wanted to put in, so I then left and worked with other, worked with Kinhill mm. and uh, Clough. I went and worked with Clough for a while. Mm -hmm. um, they were well-known. He was a construction, uh, Kinhill were consultants who didn't understand construction, really. Um, yeah, mm. so I had a, a very successful career. Yeah, I'd say it was mm. very successful. Uh, I uh, haven't been on any boards really. Well, I was on the one one of the John Holland boards for a while. But. Now you just mentioned just as I a couple well, cut back. Uh, your rugby was you played for New South Wales. 
played for Victoria. He played for Victoria. I, and I kept, when I came back from England, I captained Victoria for a while. Mm. And um, then you're on, on the cusp of Wallaby selection. No, that was before. Oh, that was I before. Went, but no. That was when I, in 1958, uh, I probably would have gone to New Zealand with, as, on the Wallaby tour, but uh, I don't think I would have got a test. There was a couple of very good breakaways, but mm. I would have got a probably a couple of games from it. Mm. Yeah. And you, and you gave that up to go to England. Or you? Well, I was going to England anyway. Yes, yeah, you were going to England. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, I never. Uh, I had a trial the previous year when Victoria went up. In those days, Victoria went up and we played New South Wales and played Queensland, etc. And that was a sort of a trial for mm. for a selection. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But your career was already mapped out. You were going to. Cambridge. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so I did. Unfortunately, I met. Uh, on the uh, on the boat, I th- there was that one of those famous doctors was on it, uh, who was into um, viruses, and he said you want to be careful of swimming pools on ships. So I said, ah, I got a most incredibly bad <laughs> infection from the swimming pool on the ship, <laughs> and I was, you know, in, in a bad way for three or four months. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, Oh, well, you must listen, you know. Yes. That's what we all say to our students, don't we, you know. Listen and follow some direction. Um, <coughs> something else that uh, just popped into my head and I've forgotten now. Um, tell me about uh, some of the characters you remember from school, from Cranbrook. From Cranbrook. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, what, there's teachers or boys? Well, both, both. Both. Mm. Yeah, well, the main teachers, the main teacher, I suppose, who... Uh, was with C.A. Bell, Cabby Bell, because his English was teaching was, was brilliant. Uh, and that I was, he once set an essay uh, to be done over the weekend, just a page, and I thought, I'm really going to do well on this essay. I'm going to. So I spent most of the weekend working on this essay. We had a fellow called Gary Seaton who was uh, an alpha child but unfortunately didn't have a very good family background. Um, but uh, he then, he was in top study for a term or something. He dr- drifted in about nine o'clock on Sunday night, scribbled off his page and got an alpha. I got a beta plus. I said, I'm doing engineering. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was it. Yeah. Basically, that was what decided me. I said I'd really mm. tried to do well mm. verbally because I could was sort of half half history and verbal stuff and half mathematics. Mm. So. Mm. But that convinced me. I said no, it's engineering for me. <laughs> so, so Mr. Bell was a was a true icon. Yeah, for most of you. Yeah, yes. yeah, and, and his English teaching, and I, I think in somewhere there, Dad gets undue. Mm. Uh, credit for the English, I think. Mm. He just recognised that Bill was the man and they got on very well. Very well. Yeah. In fact, Bill, as you know, then went down to Melbourne. Yes, he did. Yeah. I don't think Dad asked him to come. I think he just yeah. said he'd like to come. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. And yeah. other other characters? Other characters? Who, who, who was your... Was, was Bill your housemaster? Yes, he yes. was. Yeah. Um, and other characters, there was Tony Bruff, mm-hmm. uh, who was very keen on plays and things. Uh, I remember him a bit. and um, He was history, wasn't he? 
ancient yes, history. Yes, history, yeah. Mm. Well, you see, that's what I because I've always been, I give talks on ancient history. Mm. Uh, and I've been to nearly all, been to Greece and been to, and, and Wellington's my other speciality. Is it? <laughs> the Duke of Wellington, yes, I've been to most of his battlefields. Um, yeah, so the history of, there's Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was good. Harry? Uh, Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember him. Um, well, and, oh, Felton, KB Felton. KB oh, yes. F, yes. yes. Zun. Zun, who, uh, he wasn't, uh, I don't remember so much teaching, but I remember him in the book room <laughs> organizing mm-hmm. all that. I think by that time he, he'd given up his teaching. Yeah, he? yeah, he was organizing the, I think he was organizing that timetable. Yes, he was doing that. that um, he had a title, something like Registrar or something. Something, yeah. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they uh, they probably were the, the main one. I'm just trying to think who was teaching the maths and the science. Oh, there was a fellow who came from an on exchange who was teaching the science for a bit. Now, what was his name? Um, he, was, he was quite good, um, but I can't think of his name. So Brumley was teaching mathematics. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was all right. Quite, he, quite a good, quite a good group. Yeah, because yeah. those names, you know, Brumley crop came to up. Melbourne Grammar too. Yes, yeah. they they crop up often in the history of you know, people's yeah, memories yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah. that I you know, read about. Tell me, uh, in this uh, thing written by Mister Metherell, yeah, uh, he talks about caning. Yeah, so. I can tell you another story there. <laughs> yes, well, well, let's have a story. Uh, because the, the, the senior, the, the prefect in charge of Rawson House, the yeah. captain of Rawson House, could cane. Is that yes, correct? Indeed. That's the story. But there had to be a, there had to be a witness as well. Exactly. And it uh, happened in top study. It happened in top study. Mm. And one of the offences was talking after lights out. So, <clears throat> this fella called Hedge, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's not still alive, but maybe he is. It was talking after the lights out. So you had to come in your pyjamas and line up outside top study. And so Hedge was there and I was inside with the, the other two top study people and uh, <clears throat> getting uh, had the cane out. He's going to get six for the best. And uh, I opened the door and said, Come in, Hedge. No Hedge. <laughs> come in, Hedge. <laughs> Put my head out the door. No sign of Hedge. Hedge was on the tram in his pajamas, going down to his grandmother's in Double Bay. <laughs> Wise boy. Oh, well, there you go. I think he eventually got, got something. But uh, yeah, that was now. It, well, what's interesting about uh, there are a number of interesting things about that. I mean, that the senior boy could cane. Cane. Yeah. And had to have had to had a book and had to be all registered. And, and there was the yeah. book. Yeah. Now the book was started by your father, I think. Was it? Yeah. Yes, because it's um, well. That's what that's what Metherall says, and yeah. and the last entry in that book is under Doctor Carter. Yeah. In the late eighties or early nineties. Yeah. Uh, also given by a math teacher. Yeah. Yes. Or well, the head of the maths department. Yeah, that's yeah. So but that was not a. That was a man, not a. Not oh no! A, yes, I know that. That I mean. Boy, I don't know when the boys. Came. Boys caning wasn't wasn't apparent when I was here first yeah. seventy two. So yeah. they must have stopped well before, before that. Before that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, I think it's it interesting that they had a book yeah. that maybe your father created, and yeah. everyone had to be written in yeah. as a record, yeah. and yeah. it's still in the archives. I think. Is it? Yeah. 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 
it was it was not very often that uh, that uh, I can't remember really caning anybody. All I can remember is this incident. Where <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way that Metherall puts it is that whoever the head of the house was was caning, yeah. and the witnesses were furiously doing their work, yeah, yeah. like you know, not taking too much notice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, top study was the room at the top of the stairs, the main stairs, oh, before before you went up into the house that over was over the headmaster's study. Uh, no, it was, well, possibly, possibly. over that portico. Yeah, the portico. Mm-hmm. Because you could actually... You used to uh, step out there. You could, uh, yeah, I remember climbing in once mm. from uh, some night episode with... Uh, I don't know, some girl or other from... Of course, <laughs> why not? Puller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you could get up there and get into the top study, yeah. Mm. <laughs> the privilege of top study, I guess. Of course, of course. Entry, yes. yes, of course. Well, that's right. You have to have privileges at some stage <laughs> in the long yeah. career at school. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think uh, Cranbrook prepared you for later life? Do you think that the school had had a mark... Upon you, you know that. Uh, oh yes, yeah. I, I think. Could I, you explain, or just uh, just talk well, about that uh, One, it gave me a great interest. The history was something that I, yeah, I, I, I've been very interested in ancient history, particularly all my life, mm. but history generally. Mm-hmm. Even though I was a mathematically, mm. I found mathematics easy and verbal stuff a lot mm. harder. I had to sweat harder. So, so Nicholson and. Uh, Waters and a few, no, Waters was Bramley. Latin. Latin. Uh, Bramley was maths. Uh, yeah, no, I think, I think, uh, and the, the really lovely times I remember were Sundays where we used to sort of relax around the lawns looking out over the harbour. Uh, and that was really quite, uh, yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah. Just remind me, as you, sat on the parapet, because I remember that too, but when you looked over the parapet, it was just gardens, wasn't it? Uh, if you looked down. Yes, if you looked down. But if you looked out, you were looking out. Yes, uh, no, uh, I know, I know, yes, I, I'm, but if you looked down, it was just gardens yeah, and where the, terrace, the boys, terraces, terraces, where terraces, the boys ran yeah, around. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And, mm. uh, but I didn't, wasn't so interested in that, because in the school holidays, they were my uh, yes. playground. Mm. <laughs> mm. And you enjoyed being here, didn't you? Oh, very much, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I didn't have, and as I said, but being a headmaster's son, uh, was, once I became a boarder was not a problem. Mm. And then dad went for the last three years anyway. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, yeah, I remember Hewan, when he first came, he showed me his thumb. And he had a, uh, hole in it. And he said, this is what I got in the, uh, desert when I accidentally, with my revolver, sh- shot in the thumb. And uh, it got a bit infected and had a few mags in it. I went along to see the MO. It was my uncle. <laughs> it's your uncle. My uncle. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Now, do, 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 I'm sorry, we're going to just, um, just keep going for a couple minutes. But Hewan, tell us about Hewan. Well, he was a schoolboy at Marlborough. And so Dad had uh, uh, knew him, knew of him, uh, and had a high regard for him. So mm. he... Uh, I think he put him up to be the, uh, or suggested to the council mm. he'd be a good possibility there. So that's, and I had three 
he three with years him. with mm. with him. Uh, mm. I didn't have any problem with him. And my main memory is this one of him showing his thumb and saying, <laughs> "My uncle had oh, the maggots." He said, "I'll oh, just leave the maggots. He'll clean it up." <laughs> because he was a golfer. Yes, yes. He I was mean, a he. he yeah. uh, the story goes that he arrived in Sydney, came straight to the school, oh, yeah. stepped out of his car, met all the dignitaries, stepped yeah. into the car and went to the Royal good, Sydney. Good, yeah. Now, he was a golfer and uh, he was also quite a good cricketer, or very good yeah. cricketer. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't think he was so interested in rugby, but he... he uh, yeah. Well, Peter, thank you very much and thank you for giving us your time. I hope you will continue with me on this journey as we delve into the memories of Cranbrook and the many people who are connected with this great school.